Brown. Michael Burnett, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for having us. Three weeks on the job. That's right. It's been a, it's been a wonderful three weeks. Right, you don't even know where all the Waffle Houses are yet. Uh, Not yet. <laughs> uh, from where? From uh, Fayetteville, Georgia. I okay. actually grew up in Fayetteville and, and been the CEO of Piedmont Fayette Hospital. Okay. So I'm transferring over here from within the Piedmont system. Uh, is that a, a promotion of sorts? I mean, what does it mean to come from Fayetteville to Athens? Well, it's, uh, it, it, it is in some way because it also we'll have the eastern hub for Piedmont. So that includes Piedmont Walton, Piedmont Newton, and Piedmont Rockdale as well. Um, but Athens is a special community. I, I met my wife here when we were students at UGA, so it's uh, very special for us to be able to come back to Athens. Okay, so this is a coming back, a homecoming of sorts it, for Michael Burnett. It is, and actually, uh, while I was in college, I was a patient registrar at Athens Regional Hospital. So I, in some ways, I, I got my start in healthcare at this hospital. And so it's kind of uh, very exciting to come back to where I first started. What does one do? It's just one of those things I don't know. What does one do? Okay, someday I want to be a hospital administrator. I want to be a hospital CEO. You set that as a goal. How do you get on that track? Well, it, you know, I didn't start off that way. I was actually looking to go to medical school. But actually, while I was working at Athens Regional, I really enjoyed being in the hospital setting. And also, when I met my, my wife, and I was dating her at the time, her, her dad is a now retired hospital administrator. So really became interested in the field as, as something I enjoy doing where we can serve the community in, in, a, in a different way. All right. And so, again, get on that track and, and through the ranks. And now the CEO of Piedmont Anthens Regional Medical Center. You made me promise you know, not to ask a lot of questions with numbers in them, but just generally speaking. I mean, how big a facility are we talking about here? And I know it's bigger. It's expanded over the last few years in terms of people, in terms of personnel, staff, those sorts of things. I mean, just ballpark. What are we talking yeah. about here? Well, we have about 2,700 employees um, and, and, and are the second largest employer in the county next to Right UGA. behind UGA. Yeah. yeah so it's uh, it you know that and we think about the economic impact of that but more importantly it's we, we're regional draw so we serve communities in the 17 county area around us as a regional medical facility um, we offer a lot of higher end tertiary services including a level two trauma in our emergency department so you know motor vehicle accidents around the region uh, come here we uh, have incredible um, cardiac services so open heart surgery very high-end procedures are done here and, uh, and that's been part of the potential, uh, the beauty about being able to serve this community, not only in Athens, but surrounding communities. I had the occasion, again, Michael Burnett with us here, Michael Burnett, uh, CEO of Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center, had the occasion a couple of, in fact, exactly two years ago, it was April of 2017, had the occasion to spend a night in your wonderful facility down there. It was completely fine. It was just a little scare involving some medicine. I shouldn't have been taking that kind of thing. And I had the occasion, they were literally, they were wheeling me through this, this you know, to go from this part of the hospital to that. That part of the hospital and they're literally swinging hammers and their saws and all that they're literally working on the hospital while they're working on me in the hospital how much of that have we how many of those hurdles have we cleared over the last couple of years well we're we're, we're really about to start the major part of it um mm -hmm. you know if, if you look at the original part of the hospital it was built in 1919 so it's a it's an aged facility it's, it's, it's we like to say tired um mm -hmm. it's, it's very safe but what we're what we're, we're doing now is what's called an enabling project where we're taking some existing space, renovating that so we can demolish that original building. And eventually there'll be a, a new six-story tower um, mm. that will have the, the latest and greatest patient rooms for, for, our, for our, our community um, and high-end services as well. So that's the renovation project. So we, as we start with an enabling project, we call it, and then uh, eventually later this year that original tower will be torn down where the, the new, new structure will go uh, up. What's the timeline on all this? So we're looking probably um, the, uh, the, the first of the year we'll start the demolition. 
and we're probably looking at the beginning of 2022 of the new facility coming online. Again, Michael Burnett with us, the CEO of Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center. You mentioned the 2,700 employees, and it was doctors, nurses, staffers, administration, all the rest of it. Another one of these figures, if you can ballpark it, fine, it may be difficult. How many patients on a given day? How many people are there right now, just generally speaking, ballparking? Well, we're, we're licensed for 359 beds, inpatient beds. So mm-hmm. roughly, we're, we're probably at a census right now about 250 patients okay. in-house. Um, our emergency department sees uh, close to 85,000 visits a year. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I always like to put that number in context. That's almost that's almost Sanford Stadium filled. It is. It is. And that's on an annual basis. So. Wow. And I, you mentioned level two trauma. There's, there's level one, which is mm-hmm. obviously the next step up. Was it like Grady or something would mm-hmm. be level one? What, what do I get for level two? You, you have certain sp- uh, physicians that are always on call that will provide and be ready, whether it's orthopedic specialist whether it's cardiac services, whether it's even plastic surgery, those things. So that they're available and on, on demand. And also neurosurgery is another example where we have uh, those services available for anybody in a traumatic accident. If hypothetically, for example, you're a track athlete at the University of Georgia, you impale yourself on a javelin, uh, your facility can take care of you, as you did just last yeah. week. Thank God that worked out well. Yeah, you know, it was um, that was my second week, and I, I have to say I was so impressed with the response of our team and our clinicians of how they, not only in our hospital, but also our EMS services and, and the trainers and out of the field, how everyone collectively worked together to make make a positive difference. That, that, that instance, we're talking about the athlete, uh, suddenly now the young man's name, Elijah Godwin, mm-hmm. kid from Newton County, freshman on the track team. And people who haven't heard that story is a couple of weeks ago, he's practicing, he's, whatever reason, the drill has you running backwards. Well, he runs backwards into a javelin, impales himself. I mean, he, he could have died. Uh, he, he, we have heard him say he was wondering <laughs> if he was going to. Uh, that is the sort of thing. Uh, you and I could sit around and, and talk all day about things that might happen we'd never come up with that one but that's the thing these doctors and nurses and technicians and first responders they have to be prepared for the most outlandish things that you can't hollywood script writers can't come up with this stuff and they have to deal with it yeah it's it's incredible and, and the talent of the, uh, the physician team involved with that and the the details that they went through to make sure that that, that it was removed safely it's it's really impressive along with the staff and the technology that the hospital was able to provide to them to see what they're getting into yeah again uh, michael burnett with us the ceo of Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center. And the story, again, if you hadn't heard somehow, the, the young man is fine and he's looking forward to getting back on the track. So that that's a, a good outcome to that story. The other part of this, we brought you in here by talking about, uh, you know, the, delivering those babies and that, that unit out there and then the obstetrics and, and the NICU and all the rest of it. How, you've seen a lot of facilities. How impressive is this one? Oh, it's, it's an incredible. The staff in particular are very uh, uh, impressive in what they do. I mean, it, it, it's a it's an honor for any of us, to, you know, within Piedmont to be a part of the, the birthing experience with a mother and a child. I mean, it's, it's a special time. And what I think makes it even more special is our staff when they're there holding the hands, helping to, to make sure that new mothers in particular know what to do. Um, what's even more impressive is if you go into our NICU, our level three NICUs, and sometimes, you know, not, not a lot of times people have that, that the baby as they expect, but they might have that small preemie. And, uh, and the bonds and the relationships that our staff see and the outcomes that we're seeing of these babies going home is just, it's really incredible. Came to Athens from Fayetteville, worked with the Piedmont facility there. How many Piedmont facilities are there? There are now 11 hospitals throughout Piedmont. We're, we are the, the largest healthcare system in the state of Georgia right okay. now. Uh, one of the things that we were talking about, uh, the, the, the issue with the athlete, the track star who was uh, injured and was treated at your facility, I did, I'm understanding that now the St. Mary's, I'm sorry, not St. Mary's, uh, the Athens Regional, Piedmont Athens Regional, 
Regional is now the health care provider for the University of Georgia. That's correct. And it's, uh, I've been so impressed with the relationship that's already there and the team that's uh, looking to support our, our student athletes there. Um, also, as a graduate of the University of Georgia, I'm particularly <laughs> excited to be able to serve in that way. Uh, some of the other things, exciting developments there, and I, you don't have to drive far from our studios here. Within eyesight, uh, I shot uh, the big Oconee campus. It gets bigger seemingly every day, and that's a Piedmont facility as well. Tell us about that one. Yeah, that is that is a unique facility within Piedmont, one that I think is a model for other communities where we <clears throat> bring uh, multiple different healthcare services under one roof. It makes it so convenient for the patients to just to come in one stop, whether it's urgent care, whether you're pediatricians or your, your women's services, um, primary care, all under one roof. And, uh, and it's been a very, very well received in the community. Another important function uh, and, and another thing that you're building and building upon uh, the work with specifically any number of types of cancer, but specifically breast cancer, uh, breast cancer detection, treatment, and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's uh, Dr. Cody Gunn and his team have done an incredible job creating a comprehensive breast health uh, uh, center. Um, and this is a, kind of a, a, when a, when a patient's diagnosed, they have one place to go to where they can get not only uh, you know diagnosis, treatment, have navigators that help them understand where to go, what resources are there. Um, we have, and it's it's a team that just wraps arms around our patients and help them as they as they fight the cancer. I, I, I read this in the paper just the other day. Evidently, there's concern about healthcare costs these days. Uh, people are all excited <coughs> about what their insurance is costing, premiums that that continue to go up. Best government efforts, notwithstanding, Obamacare, Affordable Care Act, as you they're talking about changes within the Trump administration. They they work on things in the legislature in Atlanta. Everybody talks about it. Has anybody done anything effective to? Reining in healthcare costs, never mind lowering them, reining them in, stopping the rate of increase. Yeah, you know, from uh, from from our standpoint within the hospitals, what we've been doing is really try to standardize our our care. Um, and and what we found is is really focus on quality, safety, and service. If we lower uh, the, the hospital infection rates, if we lower bad outcomes and increase our quality, the cost goes down, and that's better for our patients. That might mean. If somebody comes in and they don't get an infection, they might go home two days earlier. You know, so we've we've seen that and proven that uh, with multiple ways. That that's that's one way through greater quality we can lower the cost for our patients. Uh, if if you do everything right, though, as mm-hmm. an administrator, as a hospital CEO, you do everything right. The price is still going up. Yeah, healthcare is very expensive, and one of the things we're seeing across the field is that insurers are shifting more of the fa- financial responsibility to patients. And so it's it's you know it's it might not be going up, but they're, they're shifting that burden through high deductible plans, so mm-hmm. patients feel that now. Sure. Where, and you know we we've seen up to in plans with twenty five thousand dollar deductible. Oh, so smokes. yeah. So in some ways, if you you might have insurance, but are you really insured if oh, you can't? Yeah, exactly. Afford, if I you know. can't, yeah, if I can't meet that deductible, I, I'm effectively uninsured. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 a it's a system that there's not not a lot of great solutions out there right now other than what we're trying to do to lower the, the cost through quality improvements. And again, the, the doctors want to get paid, the nurses want to get paid, uh, and, and add to that the, the government component, the Medicare, the Medicaid, uh, more and more doctors in, in private practice not taking some of those forms of payment, uh, that adding to the, the ever 
increasing level of confusion and cost, and add to that these difficulties that we see. And I don't think this speaks to Piedmont directly or the Piedmont family directly. Maybe you'll tell me, but I mean, you get into the rural parts of the state. I'm from South Georgia, and there are hospitals down there mm-hmm. that, that have closed, that are in danger of closing, hospitals that aren't opening. I mean, it's a real concern in that part of the state. It really is, and that's one of that's one of the reasons why Piedmont's grown to 11 hospitals, so we we, we can protect these hospitals in the communities. Because by joining, we've been able to lower costs, have greater you know negotiation supply for supplies, for example. Um, we're, we've been reaching out to communities around us, like in Royston. We we actually have a new facility out there that we're working with. Uh, again, provide you know greater access. Is that the old Ty Cobb facility? Or? It, it's a, it's more of a freestanding imaging center right mm-hmm. now, but again, it allows patients not to have to drive to get in. One of the things Piedmont's also doing is is, is trying to have more low cost access to cares. So, for, for example, our, our Piedmont Urgent Cares and our Piedmont even uh, with Walgreens, there's a new partnership where you have you know low access. Um, also, we have an app, the Piedmont app, um, that I encourage everyone to take a look at. This actually, you can schedule online visits, um, but also you can have a virtual visit uh, with, a, with a physician on your phone for, for uh, $49. And so that, those are new things that we're trying to do to provide greater access using technology. Uh, at a lower cost and, and more convenient access. Another thing, too, and I don't know how effective it was, and I'm not here to relitigate Obamacare, but, I mean, one of the things that was supposed to be, and you can tell me how effective it might have been, one of the things that was supposed to be built into that was the idea of, of preventive care, preventive treatment, if you will. <clears throat> if I, the, 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 the way to keep my health care costs down is to never need to go to the doctor. And the more things I can do... Uh, toward that in eating right, exercising, taking care of myself, not doing dumb things. Uh, the more of that I can do, the, the lower my health care bills are going to be. Uh, what, if anything, is Piedmont doing in that arena? Well, we're, we're trying to get heavily involved in the community with uh, access you know, and health education because what we find is a lot of folks, um, they don't know how to live, necessarily have a healthy lifestyle. As much as we, th- we might think it is, it's hard to change those behaviors. So the more we can get out in our communities and help you know, provide educational opportunities on cooking demonstrations and, um, and, and opportunities to live a healthier lifestyle. Um, that, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, Michael Burnett with us, the CEO of Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center. is also concerned in recent years, increasing concern, I gather, uh, doctors themselves, physicians themselves, already in some parts of our state, an acute shortage. Uh, again, South Georgia, where I'm from, it, it, it probably don't feel it as much here as you do in some of the other parts of the state. Uh, and there had been discussions that, listen, as this thing goes more and more off the rails, fewer and fewer people People are going to want to be doctors. They're not going to medical school. They'll do other things. Uh, do you see any of that? And if so, what do you do to offset and head that off? Well, we, we definitely see that. And certain specialties are harder than others. But, but one of the things that's really exciting that, that is right here at Athens Regional is our, is our partnership with the, um, with, uh, the, the medical school and training mm-hmm. residents and physicians as a teaching hospital. Um, we're um, as, as I've gotten to know the program, I've, I've impressed, been impressed with the number of quality of physicians that are graduating now out of our, our, our hospital and working with the partnership of the university. Um, and those doctors are staying in Georgia. Um, they're, they're going back into multiple facilities, some staying here, some going to other, other uh, entities. But the more we can help increase that supply, because you're exactly right, there's a shortage in the workforce. 
But again, it's, it's not. Uh, my impression is you'll know more. But I mean, my impression is it's not simply a number, a shortage of, of numbers. It, it's about location. I'd, yeah, I'd love to be a doctor in Athens. I'd love to be a doctor in Atlanta. Uh, not so much in Albany. Not so much in Bainbridge. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the places where they're they're hurting for You're help. Exactly right. Yeah, and and that's a uh, that's something the the state has been struggling with as well. And and not and it's it's very similar situation with the hospitals in those communities mm-hmm. as well. So, I mean, some of the things that have been discussed and maybe done, I always and I hope, I hate to have to talk about a TV show, but some of the folks are old enough to remember an old TV show called Northern Exposure back mm-hmm. in the 90s, you may recall. The, the premise there was this doctor who just become a doctor, and he's going to pay off his medical school by going to practice medicine in some little town in nowhere, Alaska. Uh, they, they, the town agrees to pay his college if he agrees to practice for a certain period of time. Does that actually happen? You know, I, I, I'm not familiar with that actually happening. I think it does in some, some more rural areas, mm-hmm. but I'm not familiar exactly how that how that's set up. I haven't seen that. Is something before. like that something that could work or at least be worthy of consideration? Yeah, I think, and I think a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of hospitals and communities are trying to find ways to recruit and incentives, and sometimes it actually costs more to bring a physician into a small community because of the challenges you mentioned. Mm. So that it's, it's a barrier. Another couple of minutes here with Michael Burnett, uh, CEO of Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center. You mentioned you, you, your objective initially was to go to medical school, and you got mm-hmm. diverted, and now you do what you do. Are you a little bit like, I'm trying to, again, street, uh, reach an analogy, is this a little bit like the coach who didn't actually play the game uh, as you <laughs> deal with doctors and nurses, physicians? You know, I, not necessarily. I mean, I'm there to support them. I'm there to help them. I'm not there to tell them how to practice medicine, but... You know, I'm, our goal at Piedmont is to make a positive difference in every life we touch. And when you think about it, if you ask anybody why they got into health care, that's what they say, mm-hmm. you know, to help other people. And so as a leader, how do I help inspire? How do I help make sure we remove barriers so that when someone comes in our emergency room, they have all the tools, resources, and are in the right environment to help that patient, you know, heal. I still, I've been here 21 years. I still don't know that I have a handle. Maybe you'll have a better one. Uh, on the relationship with St. Mary's, your competitors, adversaries, your working together what's the relationship well three weeks into it i I, i'm not i I haven't met with them either as well you know Mm. we what i like to see is partnerships and collaborations because we're ultimately you know we're here to take care of our patients our community and we have the same goals as both hospitals and alignment that's what we're here for and so we want to we want to support each other but um but also work together where we can let's go on this one i don't know 10 years down the road what are we talking about with piedmont athens regional medical center well, again, once we base off our new tower, we want to continue to grow, meet the needs of the community. And where Athens goes, that's where we want to go in our, in our planning efforts. So we also see a lot, probably a lot more regional growth as well, to your point, with some of the surrounding communities that don't have greater access to care. Um, we'd love to get out and start finding ways we can partner to help provide local care in those, mar- in those counties, um, and particularly as they grow regionally. Again, welcome back to Athens, as it were, a student at the University of Georgia, met his wife here, and then setting up shop here as the CEO of Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center. Michael Burnett, thanks for coming out this morning. Tim, thank you for having us.